Oh, you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I am Ben, here with the one and only Andy. Hello. It has been a while, so let's knock out that housekeeping real quick. Thank you for finding us, and if you want to find old things podcast-related, you can find that at podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com. I almost forgot our own website. Um, that's real. <laughs> media, all the places to listen to us. Please feel free to share that with your friends, family, neighbors, whoever. Well, you're not probably seeing that many people still, depending on when you're listening to us. But we hope you're all doing good, and we're back again. Sorry for the delay. Yeah, to be real honest, uh, we thought quarantine life would make it to where we wanted to record more often. Yeah. <laughs> it has done the exact opposite, because staring at the same four walls every day makes you realize you have nothing much to talk about. Nothing to talk about, unless you like watch a bunch of movies and stuff, which I have watched some movies, but um, I don't know. We, we just didn't have didn't have much material, and then also... Uh, had some had some events happen. We'll yeah, we'll talk about those. We actually have a we actually have a subject tonight, so we'll we get do into, have a subject. Get into a little bit of that after we uh talk about a little bit. I mean, for me, we live in the great state of Georgia, which decided that April twenty fourth was a great time to open back up, and the results of that are to be determined, I would say, and uh, that's being polite. Yeah, uh, very I did have my first <laughs> social interaction since all this went down. Uh, went it was a responsible with... social interaction. It it was. We uh okay. went and hung out with uh, some wrestling friends of mine, and uh, when I say wrestling in this sense, I'm talking about kids I wrestled in high school. Uh, we stayed in touch, and we had a bonfire and drank a shit ton of Miller Light. Um, oh boy! I got over there around seven. We were still drinking at four in the morning. Um. Lots of beer, lots of wood. It was a good time. Great time. And uh, the next day, I felt like absolute shit. Um, <laughs> I'm getting a little too old to stay up till four in the morning drinking, which is weird because I've been staying up till four in the morning playing video games anyway. Yeah, but that just involves sitting in front of your computer. I mean, I sat in front of a bonfire. The physical activity yeah. was about yeah. the same. It's just, <laughs> it's pretty rough. I will say it has ruined my allergies, though. Oh, boy. It is. Between that smoke and that pollen, man. Oh, boy. I've had a, a rough week of it with that. When you're staying inside and still taking your allergy pills to keep it to a minimal. Mm. <laughs> mm. But I think that covers about what I've been doing, man. I've been not sleeping. Uh, Went out to a yeah. bonfire and playing a ton of video games, which I'll talk a little bit more about later on when we get to that section of the awesome. podcast. Yeah. So I have, uh, I'm, you know, don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but fortunate enough to keep working, but that has taken up a lot of my time. When you're kind of stuck in quarantine, you just, you know, if you can work, you work. So the days kind of, kind of blend and uh, seem to go by pretty fast. But when I haven't been doing work stuff, um, there's just a ton of different projects around the house. So I got an audio receiver and I've been working on wiring up uh, their speakers in the ceiling of the base. So I've been working on wiring those to the audio receiver. Um, nice. Also working on the pieces to get together everything needed for a projector room because I have a room down here that has zero light and is all the way in the kind of back part of the basement. And um, 
was going to be a good projector movie room. So slash play Madden on a hundred inches. So there you go. That's going to be a good time. Uh, I also got a bike um, because I was like, you know, we're stuck inside. I've been wanting a bike. I uh, acquired one. I went to ride it once, realized those tires needed some air and uh, didn't have a pump. So I put it aside for about a day or so. And then I, uh, you know, fell through the deck of our house. So. <laughs> okay. I think you need to elaborate a little bit more on the <laughs> yeah, deck so, there, buddy. Uh, yeah, I was uh, standing out there talking to the yard guy. Um, who's like one of our friends who's over here. Well, okay, I was about to say back up. A yard guy? Yeah. All right, yeah. Mr. Cheesecake Factory. Funny. <laughs> the, uh, I could have called him the landscaper. Um, but, uh, That's not I was a turning. Term, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. I was turning to say something to him and I pivoted on, uh, on the deck and I, I, I could kind of tell I was standing on one of the few boards that's like a little bit weak. Like, it's, kind of rotted and it also was like a not a full board like a half board they must have patched at some point and as i turn i feel like i'm falling but i don't understand why because it hasn't registered to me that the board under my foot that i was standing on is no longer there is gone it is just rotted straight through and i go twisting and falling down and uh lost uh lost a good man there lost my sandal it is the the deck it's not like it's high up but it's high enough up that there's like a pretty big gap between where the deck is and where the actual ground is so the the shoe is gone uh i can fish it out one day or something or just let nature keep it um R.I.P. shoe yeah as far as i know the foot's not broken but to be determined like an opinion on that cuz it's not doing so hot. So I've been double stuck. I, most of the time I'm and re- regulated to sitting on the couch and, and chastised if I try to uh, stand up. So most of the time it's uh, sitting and working and uh, animal crossing. I was about to say, that doesn't sound much different than your normal life. Yeah, I just don't usually sit as much, especially around the house with all the stuff I can be working on. So right. it's kind of been, it's been a pain. So, so I'm assuming this foot has slowed down your new favorite thing to do at the apartment, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it has definitely slowed down my new favorite thing because I did also before all this, but you know, somewhere in between the last few times that we recorded, I also got a barbecue grill, um, that I have been loving and grilling everything, and Lana really enjoys it because it means certain nights she gets night off of cooking and she can just be like, "Here's this meat, go do things with it." Um, I feel like you so said I've cooked word to somebody. <laughs> so I have cooked all kinds of wings that I was sorely missing from being able to go places and have wings. I don't think we'll have all you can eat wings again. Oh, we will. They're already starting well, back today. The the fajita grill style, but not the style that I would go to. That was like buffet style. I doubt. Oh yeah, no, I think buffets are dead. Time. Yeah, that's dead. But uh, grilled up wings, grilled up some burgers, grilled up some uh, uh, some steaks on there, all all kinds of fun, and uh, that that has been on pause. But uh, it was a good time. Well, it's, it's funny you said fajita. 
Yeah, it's it's funny you said fajita girl wings because one thing they've done since all this has started is they're now offering delivery mm. within a five mile radius, and you know who lives within that five mile radius? You do. It's your boy. Just and, uh, within how how many miles away are you from them? Well, it's a mile. Oh wow! From parking lot really to parking lot. That close. Yeah, parking lot to parking lot. It's like a mile. Huh. So interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's no distance whatsoever. Uh, mm-hmm. During the NFL draft weekend, they offered a special oh, where man, you could get 25, no, sorry, 20 wings and a pizza for $25. So me and Caitlin took advantage of that. So I got my wing fixed, and surprisingly, even though it's a Mexican restaurant, pizza was on point. So Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, well, you know, the Q barbecue place has a pizza. That's also fantastic, which is also like, okay, it's a barbecue place pizza. Yeah. But the only thing that's weird is they don't have like a Mexican style pizza on their menu. No. So I kind of want to be like, hey, do y'all have like a Mexican flair pizza? And if they don't, I want right. credit for coming up with it for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need something kind of cut of the province. <laughs> just, just <sighs> something, man. Just anything. Oh, just man. Anything. You know what you don't get going to all you can eat wing night um, at Fajitas is that, uh, that one, that one guitar player there. Oh, uh, hopefully he doesn't get to come <laughs> back because of social distancing rules <laughs> for a while. Yeah, we we can't be wasting space on bad uh, covers of Smooth featuring Santana. Um, right, completely that's... murdering Smooth. Yeah, I had to get out of the restaurant as quickly as possible. Uh, you, my boss, and myself like the sweet <laughs> the sweet spot time to get there though. Is they start the all you can eat at five thirty. Right. If you're there at five thirty, he's not in gear yet. Oh, so it's okay. like from like five thirty to six thirty, you've got a window where if he's doing anything, it's him literally just making sure the sound level is correct. Oh, so he'll pluck a few strings. That enjoyable either. Yeah. Well, no, no, he's not constantly playing. Like okay. He'll, <laughs> he'll be hooking stuff up, so he's not playing while he's hooking stuff right. up. But once he gets everything hooked up, the first couple times it's like. Let me pick up my guitar and pluck a couple chords. <laughs> All right, it sounds good. I'm gonna put it down. I'm gonna go do right. something else, blah blah. And then like, but once seven o'clock hits, boy, it's full blown, it's... awful covers mm. until he's tired. Mm, mm, mm. But, but without topic. delay, let's move to our topic, which is delays. Yeah. <laughs> Try to bring it full <laughs> circle. <laughs> So there's, there's, there's a little bit of everything in here. I think we're going to talk about delays. We're also going to talk about some changes to, uh, I guess, media in general and uh, how we're going to consume things. So first off, game delays. All kinds of them. Was there one that uh, really really hit you hard, Ben? Um, I don't think any that have hit me hard. I mm-hmm. am intrigued to see if we are going to see... Uh, delays on the next gen consoles because right now we've not oh, heard yeah. anything. Yeah, no, it's true. We haven't. We we keep. I even saw something from Microsoft that they there was some like vague uh, references that they'll have the consoles ready, but games. Yeah, we may not have any uh, that many new games coming out around the same time, which for the Xbox doesn't really matter. Uh, right, right, right. So it's kind of just so, do you want that uh, new hardware? Yeah, interested to see what we get there yeah. from that standpoint. But, like, um, I really, honestly, the only real 
big game that you hear everybody complaining mm-hmm. about the most is the last. Yeah, that's the one that I think we got the I saw the most kind of um kind of backlash on. So it was originally scheduled for May 29th. Um they basically at one point just put it on indefinite. You know, we don't know when it's going to come out. Um, it was it was it and then uh the Iron Man VR game. Right. Uh, both of them at the same time. VR. It was like, "Oh, we're not going to come out anytime soon." Right. Indefinite delay. And Iron Man VR, I still haven't seen a new date. Um no announced for it still unspecified but last of us eventually came out said june 19th okay we'll come out they dropped a few more trailers and then controversy yeah so so before they dropped the new trailers when it was announced to be delayed indefinitely i think this is where the controversy started uh me and you talked about it many times they felt like they needed to delay the game because it would be in quote unquote poor taste right to release the game now with what was going on my argument was not really because you've already established this lore it's not like you're trying to cash in on a pandemic people want to play your story go ahead and release it yeah i am now i i I can see both sides of it but sorry you're gonna say yeah i was gonna say but now when i see some of these leaks that have come out right and some of the anger that is now being shown toward it in this new controversy, mm-hmm. I think they just decided to delay it because they knew they were going to have a firestorm on their hands. Mm. And suddenly your delay firestorm has become, did you guys even play the first game, and do you know what the hell you're doing with game number two? Right, right. I I have kept away from most of the spoilers and uh, just really shied clear. I know that Good there's been some some anger about the story and where it's going and a lot of it seems whiny um the leaks apparently so far rumored to have come from a contractor um but then there was other rumors that it was somebody you know hacked into their systems and was able to leak it so nobody's really kind of owning up to what what actually happened there yeah, I honestly think this is an inside job. I think Sony was trying to get something out so yeah. they could get a judge of how people feel about the game. Right. And I think what's happened is they're seeing that while trying to make this game as accessible to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. without going into the leaky woodwork, which I've read some of them just because I don't care about this game. Yeah, you don't have a PlayStation, so you're not going to play it anytime soon, at least. Right. Ever. But from, well, I never played the first one, so. Uh. That's fair, yeah. But from what I see, the biggest thing is, is the tone of the series is mm-hmm. so drastically different from the first one. It's not trying to be a story. It doesn't seem like it's trying to tell the gripping story that we got in the first one. It's just trying to be these big, set piece moments it's going full game of thrones season eight from some right. of the stuff i've seen and like yep, yeah that's, that's a great way to piss off your fan base and I can that's exactly what some of that and the way that some of the lead up was at least um at the different e3s where we never really got and you know obviously trying to keep things you know kind of tight as far as giving up you know what what is the story kind of what is going to happen but you really just got these really interesting or pretty moments that they would show these long, drawn-out kind of trailers for. And then they'd be like, yep, it's, hey, it's coming. It's It's pretty. It looks good. 
but we'll see what happens. I haven't pre-ordered. Uh, I pre-ordered it physical for some reason back where I used to live, so I don't know if I'll even go get that. Um, uh, I mean, if your five dollars are there, you need to go get your five. Yeah, my five dollars are there, but it's all the way incoming. So we'll see what happens. Not like you won't head that way eventually. It's true, I will. So you got to come see me one day. It's more of do I want to go to a GameStop? <laughs> ah, <true. Okay. laughs> that's, get that's on real, that there you go. That's the real issue. A few other delays that I hadn't really heard anybody talk about, but I, I saw were listed. Uh, Death Stranding for PC. I forgot that was happening. June yep. 2nd to July 14th. I'm guessing that's just a hey, our studio had to transition to work at home and things got, you know, sketchy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, um, delays like that, like Ghost of Tsushima, July, June 26th to July 17th. That just seems like a, hey, we lost a week or two in getting everybody used to working from home and setting all the systems up. Right. Oh, you also saw like uh, Outer Worlds for Switch got pushed way back. Yeah. Um, yeah that's, wonderful... like a month, that's like a two month delay, right? From like March <laughs> to June. Yeah. Right. Uh, wonderful 101, the physical edition was supposed to come out May 19th. Mm-hmm. They moved that to the 30th okay. of June in North America. Probably that's probably straight just distribution issues. Yeah, that's would, the other thing. A lot of times it's like the games do still come out physical for the most part, except for like Death Stranding, I guess. You know, you're probably not right. a physical copy of that for PC, but uh, the you know, the actual manufacturing cartridges or CD or DVDs is just going to be delayed. Yep. So. It seemed like it had little bits of everything. Right. Uh, there's been there's been it's like some really cool things though. Is you saw some games come out a little early. Oh yeah. Uh, in the instance of uh, Final Fantasy VII remake got released mm-hmm. early in Europe and Australia, because those were the two big areas where they were like, oh, distribution's going to get the right. messed up the most there. And then you saw a lot of games have been running events consistently mm-hmm. since people have been stuck at home. I've right. talked about it, I think, last time we recorded, but Warcraft extended the 100% experience buff until the next expansion drops. Because they're like, ah, oh, people got nothing else to do. So Might as well. <laughs> indeed. So, it goes back and forth. I, I hate, again, I think The Last of Us 2 is just going to be the big figurehead for... That's the one that's gotten just the most attention. Um, and I think it'll continue to be kind of the unfortunate uh you know bad attention being thrown their way yeah yeah it's it is what it is honestly see what happens once it comes out because my guess is you're going to see a lot more oh my god i love this game i'm so happy it's out then you're going to see complain (laughs) yeah we just got to get to that point though once they get in their hands like it they'll forget all the things they whined about yeah yeah, just got to get there first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh-huh. I think more effective than the video game industry has been what has been happening with movies. And I've been yes. real excited about what's been going on with this. Not happy about delays or anything or, you know, studios not being able to produce, but there's been some interesting changes. You know, one, I guess first we'll talk about a lot of big movies getting delayed. I think everything Marvel is just like pushed back to when you know the movie that was supposed to follow it would have happened 
Yep. I know like Black Widow went from May 11th of 2020, which I did not realize that would have been coming out so soon, um, yep. to November. Yep. Um, and then you have things like Doctor Strange went from May 7th of 2021 to March of 2022. So you had all the Marvel things just kind of shifted over. Yeah. Um, uh, Fast yeah. 9 moved from the 22nd yeah. of May to April 2nd, 2021. And we'll come back to Fast 9, because that's that's going to be an important point. <laughs> yes. Uh, another one that was pretty uh, pretty close to releasing, and I remember seeing uh, uh, Krasinski, John Krasinski. Oh, yeah, Jim. yeah, Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place 2 was supposed to be March 8th. They moved yeah. it to September 4th. Um, but just these movies moving, and the fact that these, I mean, theaters are still closed, even though they're allowed to be open now. At yeah, least what we're them, at. Yeah, because of the delays, I know AMC they have, has come out and said, there's nothing to play. Why are we going to open? Uh, so, yeah. And, you know, onboarding staff again and trying to implement any kind of social distancing in those theaters is going to be a disaster. Like, you're going to have, what, five people in a theater? I mean, for some AMCs, that's probably an upgrade from where they've been at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then you got a lot of movies that don't even have new dates. There's movies that have just gotten total TBD, like Antebellum was another one of the Jordan Peele movies. That was going to be April 24th. I didn't realize that would have already been out by now. I remember seeing the trailer for that and being excited. TBD on that one. Um, there's a few other ones um, that have just gone. We don't know when we're releasing this. The uh, New Mutants? Yeah. Is, is TBD... Minions Rise of Gru just completely yep. to next year. Full year fallback. Uh, Ghostbusters moving to March of 2021 from July this year. Right. Uh, so, oh, the Uncharted movie. <laughs> moving back from I'll March. believe it when I see it. They apparently I'll... had a date, and I think our, uh, our friends at Digital Days have, you know hilariously track this movie um since their uh, previous life as well and kind of the development hell that's going on there so i'm not yeah. too deep on that but it's hilarious so now it's gone from march of 2021 to august 8th of 2021 we'll see yeah we'll, we'll see about that we will see but, but with these the, go ahead yeah i was gonna say but at the time where all these theaters were shutting down there were some movies yes. that were scheduled to release and Universal decided, why not try this and release the movie uh, Trolls World Tour, I believe. Is yeah, the name who of would it? have thought the Trolls World Tour would be responsible for this much drama? Yes. But uh, Trolls World Tour released and on a video-on-demand platform. Yep. And the... Big thing that happened is Universal saw a hundred million dollars in revenue come in it made from the video on demand. Then the first one made in the same yeah, it made, time. Exactly. In a shorter, I think, actually period of time. It well, made yeah. more money. Because yeah. they were like twenty bucks, you can watch this movie. Everybody's at home. Their kids were gonna want to see this movie anyway, so yeah. twenty bucks and you just bought yourself, you know, a quiet hour and a half probably. Yeah, and twenty bucks for your four kids to watch it at the same time instead of twenty dollars a kid. Yeah, instead of dropping a um, hundred plus at the theater. Yes, 
But because of this, Universal's like, hey, we might do this with more movies. And <laughs> AMC and Regal lost their lost. fucking mind. Fucking lost it. So AMC was the first one to come out. They're hurt. They're already talking. We don't know if we're going to open from this. They've, you know, taken on all this new debt. They're already in a hurting position. They come out there, lash out immediately at Universal, basically saying, well, we're not playing Universal movies anymore. Which is kind of a bold statement. Yeah, let's talk um, about that empty-ass threat. Let's talk about Regal first. Let's talk about Regal first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Regal said, uh... Yeah, we we might not, and then they said they still would, and then they very vaguely said, well, we'll still play Universal movies as long as they respect the theater exclusivity window, which I think the theater exclusivity window is a thing of the past, come whenever this ends. Yeah, thanks to Trolls World Tour, we may have seen the end of theater exclusivity. Right, that's a 75 to 90 day period usually, and I don't think we're going to get that ever again. No, regardless I mean, of what Universal did, like you, it, I don't think it's happening because who's running back to the theater after this? I was gonna say you because you love movies. I would, uh, and you go good. see them at random times where nobody else is there. Yeah, that's the thing is I go, I've gone to see movies at eleven fifty nine. Yeah. <laughs> so. And not on the day they premiere. No, never. <laughs> so, just um, random Thursday. Yeah, so let's talk about them trying to say they're not going to show Universal films. And let's talk about, I can name three Universal films right off the top of the top of my head. Go ahead. That, are, that were supposed to come out in the next year, the next year. Fast 9, which we've already talked about a little bit. Yep. Which we, is going to make a billion. Multiple podcasts explaining <laughs> how much move, money those movies make. Yeah, billions of dollars. Billions. Billions of dollars. Uh, speaking of another billion-dollar franchise, Jurassic World Domination oh or Dominion, sorry, Dominion. Uh, that's gonna come out. You're gonna not show those two movies, and then also we we kind of mentioned earlier, isn't Universe? Uh, no, uh, Minions is DreamWorks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So never mind. I've got two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's another one, but there's two. I'm sure there's a ton. I mean, the thing is, you, I, I think it's funny that. You know, they've they've come out and been so like offended by this. Um all well, they've sat and watched of, their golden goose disappear. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's all in the concept of this kind of, you know, business practice that has kind of been around forever and has more and more over time become less and less and less uh relevant because less people yeah. are going to the theaters even before all this. Less people were going to the theaters. The theaters haven't been doing good for years. Well, um, well, the theaters had record-setting years last year. You also yeah. had record-setting movies coming out last year. But That's when the theaters thing. were such a big thing, right. you didn't have a 4K television sitting in the living room with a sound system. Right. You didn't have that stuff at your at like commercial-level disposal right. that is affordable like it is now. Because, I mean, you look at it right now, I can go to Best Buy and get a sound bar and a 4K TV for $600. Yeah. Together. I mean, like 600 bucks, come home and I've got a sound system and a TV that's going to look better than anything they can put on that screen. Yeah. The pay another 25 bucks for the 4K Blu ray Ultra HD instead of the $18 I'm going to pay for a ticket to go see a theater. 
And granted, it's a heavy one-time investment for me, right. but I'm getting better quality and I'm paying cheaper prices every time. If I want to have you yeah. guys come over and watch a movie, we're not all spending $30 to go see a movie. Right. right, exactly. Like, And I mean, obviously, both AMC and Regal are in a place where they did try in the past few years to do something different. They both have uh, unlimited or, you know, uh, subscription services now where you can go see movies on a regular basis for a monthly fixed cost. There's, you know, caveats to each plan, which we've also talked about. Um, but I think we've been kind of towing this line for a while now because you've seen, like, movies start showing up like, okay, this movie's going to release a week before the physical release on demand. And I think that skirts some of the uh, agreements that they have with theaters when they, you know, lease out these movies. So you already had them kind of towing that line of, okay, we're going to put out, you know, Endgame digital in this month, and we're going to put it out physical in this month. You know, you had all kinds of things like that happen. Um, and I think we're just going to get closer and closer to when a movie comes out, it's on demand, and it's in the theater. You decide how you want to see it. Yeah, I think I think both can operate, though. Because yeah. when you go to a theater, you're going for a theater experience. Now, with right. video on demand, I wouldn't be much more willing to throw down like 20 bucks for me and Caitlin to watch a horror movie at home instead of the theater. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't need the big surround. No, no, she'll probably differ on that opinion <laughs> than what I do. I don't need the big surround sound to watch a horror movie at home. Yeah, I can just watch it and be fine. Now, you best believe. Fast Nine, Jurassic Park. Oh, you gotta have dead center of that theater the day it comes yeah. out with yeah, my I mean, mask and gloves on. <laughs> either of us are theater haters. Like, I I go to the theater more than both of us. I think. Um, it depends on the time of year. I went on a yeah, streak yeah. there where I was like every other. It felt sure. like every other day, but it was like a bunch of movies it came out more. all at once. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I love going to the theater. It's a it's still and always has been kind of an escape. Um, I don't mind going to see movies alone. I kind of prefer it sometimes. Um, and just sit there and enjoy. I just think the whole industry is going to be a lot different once a majority of people feel good about going out and sitting in a theater that's been always suspectly cleaned by tears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think about that now and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a weird one to be at. The uh, I mean, the theater industry, the movie industry right now, it's on hold, but it is yeah. not alone in being on hold. No. Um. No. The well, you'll have to confirm this to me because I like yeah. the comment you made was perfect. WSB reporting. <laughs> um, did they cancel all of Dragon Con or no, just the parade? Everything's. Everything's still super up in the air. So not even Dragon Con, you know, if we're talking about, so we're talking about cons now, but we're getting very specific to Atlanta cons. Not even Dragon Con has come out and said the parade's canceled. Atlanta passed a ordinance that basically would mean the parade could not happen. Um, so there's been so, no, no official announcements about anything. Dragon Con has kept their mouth shut. And I know why. At least I have Because they don't want to lose the money. Because they've yeah, got people that bought tickets. The thing is, they it's not just it's not as simple as past years where yeah they just had people who bought tickets. They this past year just decided to partner with a third party company to distribute their tickets. 
because everything has gone digital on tickets. Where previously, DragonCon ticketing process was this weird thing. If you would buy it on the website, they would ship you a postcard. You'd have to hang on to that postcard, take it on the day of the convention, have it scanned so they could pull up all your information quickly. Now, hey, there's a QR code that you can access from your phone. Here's the website. Done. So they partner with this company called Grotix. I'm pretty sure there's some contention as to the amount of money DragonCon's about to lose because of being partnered with this company that expected a cut, obviously. Ooh, man. Yeah. So my okay. guess, they're going to wait until their convention insurance can kick in to announce a cancellation. I'm guessing it's coming here in the next month or so. Okay. So what me and you were talking about, yeah. we were both right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Atlanta has basically said, there's no DragonCon. But DragonCon... Parade, but the yeah. ordinance wouldn't stop a convention happening inside of a hotel. Which is stupid. Yeah, so <laughs> in your I know you're not the biggest fan of the parade, but I know that is like yeah, the big the event. For normal yeah. people. So no parade, in essence, no dragon. Yeah. Okay. For for a majority of people, because there's thousands upon people who just come downtown to watch the parade. There's tons of people who go to DragonCon because they're going to be in the parade. That's their thing. I have legitimately never sat and watched the parade. Um, Cancellate or not, unless something in the next month or so really, really is different, I don't see us going. Right. Uh, nor do I see almost anybody else I know. Like some Somebody I know started a thread about it today. Like, do you guys actually think this is still going to go on? And the majority of people were like, I don't care. I'm not going. Right. So, so well, not just Dragon Con. Hard. Yeah, con cred's a real thing. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief with some people. Oh boy. But not just Dragon Con. You had South by Southwest canceled. Yeah. Uh, you had Emerald City Comic Con, which is basically what Seattle's Dragon. Right. TwitchCon Europe was canceled. QuakeCon was canceled. San Diego Comic-Con was canceled. And that wasn't supposed to be taking place until July. They've already right. canceled. So do you think that on top of what we're seeing and other things, do you think con life may be canceled? Like, I mean, just like cons in general? I think about it now, and it just seems like so weird that it ever even existed. <laughs> like, I... I don't know what it's going to look like in the future when we when they go back to trying to have these conventions is it going to be at least for the first year or so huge hugely smaller you know like a huge drop in attendance um are they going to have to severely limit how many people can be in a panel room because they pack those things um you have all the raves and and dances and stuff that happens at night how are there just seems to be so much so much opportunity for uh germs yeah so uh, let me let me go deep dive in the weeds real quick and just bear with me because i'm probably going to say some things (laughs) that you're going to want to correct immediately but correct me post post i will make the very broad spectrum statement about the type of people who go to cons even though i know people from all walks of life yeah that go to cons. Most of the people that go to cons are the same people who spend a lot of time not necessarily in social settings. 
with, I don't want to say immune, with compromised immune systems. But since if you work a job where you're not around people, you're not getting exposed to certain germs, not building up immunities. That's part of what causes concrud to happen every year. With something like this floating around, if you have one person get into a group like that, and it gets all of these different bodies to start mutating through, which we're already seeing it mutate into a disease that can spread even more, yeah. cons just seem like ground zero. It just seemed like a bad idea, but so do a lot of things, too. It's like, yeah, cons seem... God, I just think about... I've told you the stories of Dragon Con. You've heard the stories of Dragon Con. I've heard of you sharing drinks with people at Dragon Con. You don't even Random know. strangers. There's like a whole culture around you share alcohol with everybody. I've had a dude I mean, pour me a drink like between escalators. <laughs> like Yeah. So Yeah. And I would now never do that again. Yeah. Like that's just sealed containers I, only. Yeah, I don't see it happening. And then yeah, the God, it just the, it changes the, so much. Right. The con atmosphere, though, like you said, it doesn't really allow for social distancing because you're not, cramming too yeah. many people into too small an area. Right. Um, in the future, sporting events, we may see different. But in a sporting right. event, you could probably remove seats from a stadium for the time being to yeah, so allow for social distancing. I saw uh, Hard Rock Stadium, uh, home of the Miami Dolphins come out with their uh, plan for social distancing uh, if they can hold the games again with crowds. It was a combination of, yeah, certain seats won't be filled, certain rows won't be filled, and then they will, the exiting, this sounds miserable, so think about this for when we've gone to games before. The exiting of the stadium will be staggered. Ugh. Imagine if you, how long is it going to oh, take? God. It already takes forever to get out of the stadium and get back to your car at almost any arena, um, unless you're seeing minor league hockey. Um, you're right. <laughs> so it takes forever all the time. I cannot imagine having to sit there and be like, okay, let's wait for our section to be called. And you well, know to start with the most expensive sections. Yeah, but to be fair, if you're at a Dolphins game, that game's probably over in the third oh, quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've already left by the third quarter, so yeah, I can't. I but can't. you know, you're not leaving. You're not leaving to go to Disney World. Nope. Is... And actually, you know, like leading up to this craziness, I was getting hounded uh, to take uh, certain people to Disney World. What can I call? What can I out like that, bro? I just wanted to go to Disney World <laughs> with my bro. Call me out like that. <laughs> Oh boy, but yeah, Disney World, I don't know when that reopens, and then I think there was also talk of, like, yeah, they'd have to take temperatures, uh, yes. Six Flags is is saying when they open, you'll have to um, pre-book your appointment to go to Six Flags, which, fuck off. I'm not well, Six Flags anyway, but yeah, fuck yeah, Six yeah, Flags. Yeah. <laughs> we can agree on that one, because yep. fuck Six Flags. Well, I'm me... like, oh my god, I would never. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Caitlin really wanted to go back to Halloween Horror Nights. We just had so much fun mm. last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm not, not going to lie. If they're open, I would go. But it's not looking like they're going right. to be open for all that nonsense. I have, Yeah, I don't I don't see it. I mean... I, I, have know, a, but... I have a family member who had a vacation plan booked through for Disney that was supposed mm. to be this past month. 
and they have pushed everything back but they also just added like a 500 dollars meal plan like this is disney mm-hmm. adding to those people who didn't cancel the reservations is sweetening the pot for them oh so, really so she's like oh, i've got to wait another four months before we get to use this but uh this looks really nice right right so patient be patient be no. those and we talk about Disney. Um, remember, we talked about the Disney CEO um, stepping down, Bob Iger, right? And yep. Then that poor guy came in, Bob Chappick. Uh, oh had yeah. To come into the worst moment in I think Disney's you know history. Yeah, I wonder um, if Iger's just nothing. sitting at his desk laughing. So apparently, Iger has been uh, has been hanging around more to kind of help, kind of steer the ship through all this because i think all the parks and everything was something like 30 plus percent of their operating revenue um which has all been stopped and you gotta think also movie production and all their media production has stopped too so you know what they're making money off of right now some disney plus disney plus which you don't see theaters getting mad about them releasing things directly to disney plus they haven't yet though I know, but their plans is to put like, for example, the Artemis Fowl movie is going direct to Disney Plus. Yeah, but well, you can't talk like bad Mulan, about the mouse. They've just said we're holding. Yeah, you can't. What are you gonna do? Talk bad about the mouse? You're gonna get popped. Your knees are gonna get popped out. You'll get bought and shut down. <laughs> exactly. They will buy AMC and shut it down. Yeah, but, the American Mickey Company is what it's about to become. I really, for a second there, with all the bankruptcy rumors, I was like, Amazon could buy it. Amazon Movie Company. Like, just buy it for the acronym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it but shows nothing but Amazon it. videos. They'll, they'll shut half of them down and make them, like, fulfillment facilities. Just knock the walls down. Oh, that might be a better use than what some of them are right now. Right. <laughs> we talked. We talked about the Dolphin Stadium, but man, we we, I know I've said this every time we've recorded something. I miss sports. I know. I know. I remember, like, when I was setting up the outline, I was pulling a template from one of our other ones, and just a little bit of inside baseball here. We were talking about baseball, uh, yeah. and we we're talking about pitchers and catchers reporting and being excited. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, uh, yeah, baseball. But. I can at least be happy starting this weekend. Or no, next yeah. weekend. Next weekend. I get my NASCAR back. Oh, boy. NASCAR is running seven races in 11 days. Like, real ones, not iRacing. Real ones, not iRacing ones. Oh, boy. So, the way they're doing it is there's three main series in NASCAR. Right. You'll have, a, I think it is... They're running at Darlington, which is close to... It's in South Carolina. Okay. Uh, They're running at Darlington Sunday for the Big Boy Series, the Cup Series. I think the Xfinity is running Monday, and the trucks are running Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, they're running a Cup race at Darlington again. Since they visit that track twice a year, they're just knocking those out that are close. Basically going to tracks within driving distance of the teams right now. After the Wednesday Darlington race, they will be going to Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Coca-Cola 600. Oh, boy. And then after the Sunday race, there will be another race on Wednesday for the Cup Series. And each day in between is basically covered by one of the other series. 
that'll be run hmm. there as well. But they're basically having to go to tracks that they can drive to since flight isn't something that's really occurring in the country right now. Not something you want to be doing unless you absolutely have to. Well, it was, so. it was, it was really weird. Uh, I was talking to Michael, who was on here and talked to us about Rocket League. Yeah. Uh, when all this happened, he was living in D.C., had come um, down to help his dad. His dad had a medical emergency. Right. Had come down to help his dad, but had to fly back to D.C. to get his apartment ready to pack up and move back to Georgia. Oh. But he said on his flight back, he was like one of two people on a 747. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if you're having to fly now, you're getting, you're definitely getting a road to yourself. Well, so. that's what <laughs> I thought. And so you see all these news stories now coming out that, like, American Airlines and stuff are packing people on, like, sardines to save money. Oh, God. I bet it's just, I guess it's just causing, like, a ton of, uh, yeah. ton of, uh, connections and stuff. Yeah. Well, my thought was that it probably all depends on where you're flying to and where you're flying yeah. from. If yeah. you're trying to fly out of New York to anywhere, you're probably going to be on a packed flight. If you're trying to fly out of Atlanta to Washington, D.C., probably not that busy. Probably, probably not, not a big busy. thoroughfare. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're going Atlanta to Dallas, when I used to have to do that one for work, that one was always sardines. But... I remember once because of a storm, it got delayed like two hours. A bunch of people got shifted around. I had a whole row on the way back, and it was, it was wonderful. I also wasn't worried about getting sick, but <laughs> I just laid back, watched Geostorm. That was the fantastic Geostorm watching that happened on a plane, and just enjoyed myself. If you haven't watched Geostorm during this quarantine, get the fuck on it. I need to. I need to get back on it. <laughs> But I, I uh, watched that, like, not too long ago. I think I passed out to it one day. Yeah, there you go. But, I mean, NASCAR NASCAR is one of the sports that really embraced uh, this eSports culture. They've had, they've had races every weekend, just like it's, like they haven't missed a beat, which has been great. Right. Um, the stat I saw is that these iRaces have outperformed IndyCar in every wow. race except for the Indy 500. Jeez. So people are more willing to watch virtual NASCAR than they are any race that's not the Indy 500. Oh boy, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty bad. This Saturday will be awesome because this Saturday they are going to be using the NASCAR iRacing to promote a new track that's going to be releasing iRacing. Oh. Back in December, Dale Jr. organized a group cleaned up North Wilkesboro Speedway, which was a big hotbed for NASCAR racing in the early 90s. Right. Uh, the last race that was ran there was in 96. Mm -hmm. Jeff Gordon won there. And it was like Jeff Gordon's, I think, not his rookie season, but pretty close to his rookie season. Right. But they went, cleaned it up, and they will be launching. It's the first track that iRacing is adding that is not an active track. Oh. So it'll be interested to see if we see this become a trend, if it's something they continue to do. Right. And speaking of iRacing, I have probably run 45 iRacing in the past, like, two weeks. You are definitely getting the worth out of that subscription, then. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm dude, like, okay, so I haven't raced any this week. 
Um, and that, and a lot of that was because like this past weekend I had a day where I got on, I ran a race starting at 1045. I started racing and I don't think I stopped till 1130 at night. And I racing's not like when you play a, a, a normal, like a normal racing game where it's like, Oh, I'm going to run. It's a sprint race. It's about eight minutes of racing. No, I'm sitting down for like 40 minutes of race. Oh and then God. I ran, I think we tried to record one night, and you sent it to me just yeah. a hair late. And I'm like, I've already registered for this race. I'm running. Yep. Oh, how long late. is it going to be? I'm like, it's a 200-lap race. <laughs> and I just said, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if I wreck out, I'll message you back. But I made it to, like, the last 20 laps of the race before I got taken out. And by that time, it was already, like, 11 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, we're not doing this tonight. It's not happening. I think I was going up to sleep when you were like, I'm out of there. And I was like, nope. <laughs> but when I'm not turning left a lot, yeah, I've come back to Fallout 76 with Ooh, that Wastelander that? update. What's that like? Um, it it's what the game should have been at launch. The NPCs being added to the game, while it doesn't seem like a big deal, and for the most part, it's usually just a lot of random encounters that'll be occurring, not like big parts of the story. But it's made it like a whole new game makes it feel less dead yes exactly the concern a lot of people had yeah i mean it was dead it was completely dead before you really had to make up your own entertainment but like so i've been playing walter and we were going through and where we built our our encampments we built them as close to each other as we could since they've got that weird buffer space that you've got to use when you're building camps but we noticed on the river we built our camps when we're walking to go to uh the one of the new hubs called the wayward when we're walking through it, there's a campsite that's always there, and it's always changing what's going on at this campsite. One time we come by, and it looks like super mutants had come through and killed everybody there. But So we, of course, picking the corpses and seeing what we can find. Next time we come through, it looks like a pack of uh, the feral ghouls had come in, and some unfortunate soul had just you know met his demise at those hands. We had to finish off the ghouls because they were still there when when we showed up. And then, like, another time I walked by, and this is all in the same spot, kind of rotating out what's happening. I walk by, and it's a dude and a girl sitting in chairs talking about their first date before all of this happened. And I was like, oh, this is the first not bad thing that's happened when I walked by here. Uh, I've come across a group of random NPCs that were all dead. And as I looked around, they all had cups near them. And then I found one that had a note, and I read the note, and it was basically I walked up on a cult group of cult members that were drinking the punch, and I found all their dead bodies. Oh boy! With their uh, juice cups next to them. So I've been playing that. I've been playing that a solid bit. Me and Caitlin ran into Mothman today. It was fucking terrifying. <laughs> fucking horrifying. Um. Oh, speaking of, you said earlier, talking about digital days, uh, I've been checking out Streets of Rage 4. Man, I've seen, I'm so excited to try that. I just have not. So whenever you try it, let me know, because it's definitely something you're going to want to play with somebody. Sure, sure. The game does not scale to you being by yourself. Right, right. At all. So let me know when you want to play it. I've got it downloaded on Xbox right now. I didn't download it on PC. I think I kind of plan to play it on Xbox anyway. Yeah, I mean, that just seemed like the appropriate place to play it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have played more WoW than I think I usually play outside of a launch week. But I'm going through spurts. 
on that one. Since no, in order... not as constant. Yeah, so in order for me to play that, I have to tear down the anti-racing. So, like, tonight will probably be a WoW night because I recorded tonight, so I've had my setup taken down. Boom. It's been fun. It's it's surprisingly for it to be this late in an expansion. It's a very active community. I guess thanks, COVID, for that one and the 100% experience boost. Right. And then they're doing, like, a 100% rep gain right now as well, so it's just oh, a ton geez. of... They're, they're basically like like reactivated their WoW account during this, especially if they're kind of at home with minimal things to do. It's a great time to get back on the train if you if if you've been off of it for a bit. Yeah. And uh, since you've not been as active on Madden with all your moving, um, yeah. at the start of this, I decided I was going to make my own Madden franchise. <laughs> decided to play with rosters, and I made what I will affectionately call the Madden All Bro Team. So basically, anybody in the NFL that is related is on one team. And uh, we are, of course, the number one seed going into the divisional round. <laughs> My uh, defensive line accounted for 57 sacks on the season. Oh my God. Are you going to try to retain, like, everybody and continue to keep it all bro team all forever? Uh, Well, I'm pretty sure half of the bro team is going to retire if I win a oh, Super Bowl. No. Because a lot of them are fairly old. Right. But, dude, I had to turn salary cap off to make that team. Yeah, I was about to say, that, that it, team would it, not work with any kind of salary cap. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Yeah. But when you've got a defensive line that is Nick and Joey Bosa and TJ <laughs> and JJ Watt, that's really all I needed. Oh, God. I think at the end of the season, I had given up a total of, like, 847 yards rushing. Sixteen insane. games and no, like, didn't even have a thousand yards rushing on me. It was ridiculous. Hilarious. Yeah, I've definitely been slower on games. Really, the only thing I've spent any meaningful time in, in just kind of picking up and and playing with is uh, is Animal Crossing. Um, so I have jumped into some Animal Crossing New Horizons, and it's been fun. Um, everybody in my house is playing. So we're constantly jumping between each other's islands. You can sell stuff for more money on other islands than you can on your island, depending on what it is. So got to work that stock exchange. Got to work that stock exchange. We've been tracking that every day this week. So that's that's been the extent of my gaming. I'm I'm hoping to get to jump into some more things here in the next few days. But it's been a it's been a busy time for for all that stuff. Well, that's good to hear that you're getting to get you some game time then, and hopefully this reaches you listeners' ears in good health, and y'all are having an okay time dealing with this. I know it's got to be rough. We're hitting the point where I think everybody's going a little stir-crazy, but remain vigilant. I'm not saying don't go outside, but if you go outside, just be smart about it. Don't lick doorknobs. Don't shake strangers' hands. Don't do all that stupid stuff that we used to take for granted. God, yeah. <laughs> so, you got anything else to add here tonight, Andy? That's, that is all for me. All right. Well, whether you're listening morning, noon, or night, have a great day, afternoon, or evening. We will see you in two weeks for a regularly scheduled episode. And don't forget to catch our wrestling episode for Money in the Bank, if you haven't already. All right. Goodbye.